the Benefits Corner podcast. Thanks for joining us. With each episode, we'll be speaking with business owners, thought leaders, and top performers. Our goal is to provide our audience with interesting, relevant information as it relates to employee benefits, Canadian healthcare, and running a business. Now, we should say up front that the views expressed by our guests are not necessarily those shared by the Benefits Corner nor its host. Now that we have that out of the way, let's get started. Today's show is brought to you by Aria Benefits, modern advisors backed by experience and technology. Now here's your host, Robin Bailey. Hey guys, welcome back to the Benefits Corner. We're sticking close to home today. We're in my office at Life and Legacy Advisory Group, which is where Aria Benefits uh, is housed as well. And we're sitting down with my business partners today, Alan McDonald and Joe Ferreira. So I'll let you guys do an intro for yourself, but I'll tell the listeners a little bit about who you are and what you do. So Al looks at clients' overall financial picture and creates customized financial plans, and his areas of expertise include structuring life insurance contracts to help build and protect a client's assets from unnecessary tax. Joe, on the other hand, is an expert in the area of living benefits. We might have to delve into what that means, Joe. But you do such things as planning as disability, critical illness, and long-term care. Welcome to the show. Awesome to have you guys here. So I asked the guys to join me today because our goal here at the Benefits Corner is to provide relevant, interesting, and useful information to listeners. And while your side of the business, guys, doesn't pertain to employee benefits, I've seen the work both of you guys have done with business owners and executives. So I think it's really important information to share out there. So Al, when I was doing your bio, I was talking about financial planning because I know you've done a lot of that over the last 13 years that we've been business partners. But I noticed lately you've been doing a lot more estate planning as well. And recently you introduced us to a new estate planning tool, which I thought was really cool. So maybe you can tell us a little more about that. Sure. So typically a lot of my work involves dealing with individuals on their financial needs, retirement, Um, And one of the questions that typically we ask uh, every client uh, is, do you have a will? And from that, as well as who have you named as the executor of your estate? And typically what comes out of that are a couple of answers. And one is that typically speaking, a client will have named one of their children, one or two of their children as their executor. And also that they have been named the executor of their parents' estate, which then leads into the question, do you know anything about being an executor? And typically the answer is no, I've never done it before. So uh, we have introduced a a new tool to help people be uh, prudent at, at doing that job because I don't think a lot of people realize the amount of work that's involved with being an executor or the responsibility or liability that's involved with being an executor. Yeah, you know what? You bring up a really good point. And, you know, we're, we're all of the age now, and I think, you know, a lot of people can relate to this as well, where this is something, you know, you've got to think think about because a lot of us are, are being made executors, whether it's by choice or, or by default. And I know I've gone through this myself, and it can be overwhelming. Um, there's You're trying to track down bank accounts and life insurance, um, where, where the safety deposit box key is, and that sort of thing. So that's exactly right. Typically... A lot of people don't know they've been named the executor uh, and they have no idea what the job entails. 
There's a lot of work. There's a lot of work to even just understand what it is the uh, testator had in terms of life insurance, investment accounts, safety deposit box. But there is also, and, and those things typically people think about, but there's a bunch of stuff that people don't think about. Like I did all my banking online. I don't even know the password to get into, uh, into your computer. We had someone that was contracted to shovel the snow, plow the snow, and they've got to be told not to come anymore. So there's someone that has a spare key and you know the neighbor, but we don't even know. So a lot of things that people don't even think about. So part of what this tool does is to essentially create an inventory, an inventory of pretty much everything that the executor would need to know to be able to start dealing with the estate. So where's your life insurance? Who holds it? How much is it? Where are your investment accounts held? Uh, what type of plans do you have, have already in place? Maybe you've already done some work with the funeral home. Again, passwords, passwords to your computer. Who do you bank with? Who is the beneficiary of some of the things? All those types of things. We, we go through them, we create an inventory, and then when something does happen, you know, hopefully the testator has told the executor that when something happens, go and talk to Life and Legacy. They have a whole inventory of all the things that you need to know about. So go talk to them. We can literally just produce the list. Here is an inventory of all the things we talked about with, let's say, your, your dad or your mom or whatever. And then right off the bat, they have a good start of where to look for all these things and, and what types of things they have to deal with right off the bat. Yeah, and I'm thinking at, at, at what's most likely a stressful time when, when a parent passes away and, and or, or a friend and you're, you're the executor, that's going to reduce a lot of stress when someone knows I have one document or, or one tool that I have to go to and I'll be able to access all that information. So in my mind, you're taking a lot of stress off that person. So really valuable tool. Before you started using this, this tool, typically what are you seeing out there? So when, when someone is made an executor and someone passes away, are you seeing that frustration today? And you, you brought up a good point. And one of the first questions you ask is, is, do you even have a will? What type of answers are you getting back? I find that a lot of people, I would say over 50% do have wills, but quite often they admit that they're outdated, mm-hmm. um, that they've been written 20 years ago. Their situation with kids may have changed. In many cases, they will openly admit that, you know, gee, I think you know, the person that we named the executor at the time isn't even around anymore. Uh, they've passed away or gee, you know, I think we need to add a new child who's benefit, whatever. Uh, you know, a lot of times they need updating and they, they understand that. And then there are some people that don't have wills. My experience, again, they tend to be maybe younger people uh, that don't have kids. That seems to be the big trigger for, for getting a will is as soon as you have kids. Generally speaking, you know, I would say anyone that, that, that has kids should definitely have a will. Um, a lot of people worry that if they die without a will, that the you know, government or someone, the bank's going to take their money. It's not true, um, but it certainly is going to cut down a lot of time and a lot of extra expense if you die with a will. So when a new client is coming to see you for the first time and, and the question is asked and, and the answer is no, I don't have a will, is that the first step they have to take before really going any further with you? Again, you know, if, if they're young and uh, they're not married... You know, it may not be imperative that they have a will, but again, you know, someone has to look after your your estate. And if you die without a will, you're, you're, all you're doing is you're you're leaving behind a problem for someone else. It's right. going to make everything so much easier if you die and you have a will and you've expressed your wishes and you've told you've put someone in charge. Without that, it'll still get done, but it's going to take a lot of extra time, a lot of extra effort, uh, and someone's someone's basically got to clean up your mess. 
Yeah, right. And that's and that's where you know the tool that you're talking about sounds sounds like it solves a lot of those issues. It will definitely remove a lot of anxiety and save a lot of time for the people who are involved in doing that job. Okay. Well, great. I have, I have a feeling we're going to be chatting about this a little more in depth in a further podcast, but uh, Joe's here sitting with us as well. And so I wanted to take Al out of the hot seat for a second and talk to Joe. So Joe, living benefits, I'm not sure everyone's going to really have an understanding of what that is. I know when I first came into the industry, I, I really didn't know what that was. So what is it? What is it? Why are you specializing in, in that area? And what does it all mean? Robin, after 25 years in the business and starting off doing a lot of life insurance, you realize that promises made and promises kept are easy with life insurance. You're going to pay out a check and what you've promised is going to deliver. On the living benefit side, which is the disability, critical illness, and long-term care, the person's still around. You want to make sure that that promise is going to sustain what they need. And um, from dealing with a lot of individuals initially and seeing what happens when they become critically ill or can't go to work and how it impacts the family, impacts their retirement, impacts everything in their lives, and they're still there. So really started taking note of that and and feeling more responsible for providing good advice. And then sitting down with business owners, as you know, with our practice, one thing that you do realize is business owners, it's a lonely bunch, you know, they've got to build something on their own. They don't always necessarily have people around them to, to give them the right advice and keep their business afloat. So being able to supply or provide simple knowledge to them and build up from there becomes very important, especially on the living benefit side. So they understand, hey, if you're not here, what's gonna happen not only to your family and home, but your other baby, which is your business practice. Yeah, and and I think that's a really good point. And one of the things I wanted to ask you, if you're seeing a business owner for the very first time, and obviously your specialty is living benefits, where does life insurance and, and where does disability planning and, and where does critical illness all fit in? Is, is there one step you say, well, this is the very first step you have to take, or is it more of we've got to do a little bit of everything to get you, to get you started? I think that if you put a product solution first, you're really doing a disservice to a client. You really need to be able to ask them the right questions and get to know them personally and their business. Because if you come around and you sit there and say, hey, guess what? You uh, should have disability. Yeah, you should. But where does it fall in place? You really need to get a big picture. And that's working with Al as a team. We can really do that and provide really good solutions in terms of how does everything fit and connect together? How does that line drawn between your personal and business affairs really make it happen to, let's say, the most advantage possible for you? And on the uh, living benefit side, really comes down to the fact that how much is going to be enough and what is your family going to do if you are disabled or if you are critically ill. And uh, I think a lot of times we don't have that frank conversation because it's not sexy. It's not something that anyone wants to think about. But sometimes just keeping it simple and asking those easy questions of, they sound easy, but they're hard to answer when you really have to sit back and think of, what the implications are. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of people just don't feel comfortable doing that because it's so much easier talking about 
saving money for retirement and a trip and, and having all that fun stuff. All the fun stuff. Yeah, exactly. So a new person coming into the practice, whether they're meeting with Al or Joe, and I know you guys do a lot of joint meetings as well. What can they expect? So if I'm coming in and I say, well, I need a financial plan. I want the estate planning done. And I want to make sure I'm covered and my family's taken care of in the event of anything happening to me. What can they expect in terms of how much work they're going to have to do on their end and how long that process takes? Well, first of all, you know that we make Al do all the hard numbers. <laughs> of course. Uh, but I, I think the process, depending on the individual, is not a one-trick pony. We, we don't work that way. And it's probably going to be a lot of commitment from the client that they're willing to put up with us as the nosiest neighbor they've ever met and give up a lot of information that is going to be required so we can provide good, sound advice and sometimes involving a lot of their collateral professionals, their lawyer, their accountant, their spouse, their business partner, and putting it all together. Probably goes from anywhere three to five appointments to be able to do it right. But behind the scenes, there's a lot of work on our part and their part to getting us the proper numbers, but also those soft questions of things that you know, they may not have thought about and they have to go on their own to, to think about it and, and have a discussion. Yeah, and from and from what I've seen over the years, you know, working together, of course, I've seen these these end up being very long term relationships, not only with the primary client themselves, but their but their families as well. And and I think that I think that's really important and I think that's pretty special. So how do you cultivate that relationship and, and why is that important? I think the relationship evolves and happens. We become trusted advisors. Uh, not only for the hard stuff, but sometimes for the easy stuff, right, Al? I mean, it could be simply that their kid just made it to a, a university they're all thinking about and want to really talk about our experience that we've had with it and how it's going to impact them. And, and we love that. It's, it's, a, it's a real benefit, and, and uh, it feels good that the client will, will call us for all sorts of events in their lives and that we're there and we grow and that relationship develops and to become close, confident, clients and good people to be around because mm-hmm. you know what we search out like-minded individuals and that's really important to us yeah and one we, we've chatted about it before one of, one of the nice things about running running your own firm is is you do to some extent get to choose your clients and we end up becoming friends and and, and close with our clients and their families so you know i, I feel very uh, very grateful for that that we're in a position to be able to do that so guys thanks for coming in i think this is a topic we'll probably come back to because there's some really good information how can people get in touch with you we're one of us is usually around the office they can call in uh, our phone number is 905-277-1234 an easy one to remember and uh, ask for joe or myself and get both of us that way or email i'm usually pretty good at return email so my email is a mcdonald a-m-c-d-o-n-a-l-d at lifeandlegacy.ca and joe is j ferreira at lifeandlegacy.ca but again give us a phone call we'll be happy to talk and uh we'll go from there all right great thanks guys thank you thanks robin well there you have it solid advice from alan joe That's all we have time for today. Let me know, as always, if you have any questions about today's show, if there's someone you'd like to hear on the podcast, would love to hear your feedback. Best way to reach me is rbailey at ariabenefits.ca and be sure to check out the new website, www.ariabenefits.ca. I think it's pretty cool. I'd love to hear if you do too. And you can always reach me at Robin Bailey on LinkedIn. See you next time on the Benefits Corner.